Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Today happens to be Saturday, December 28th, 2019, winding down to the last few days of the year and the decade. So let's get right into what we got going on in the news. Our first article is going to be coming by way of the Epoch Times, written by Jack Phillips, and it's entitled Republican Senators Predict Bipartisan Acquittal at Trump Impeachment Trial. Several Republican senators claimed that several Democrats might break with their party and vote to acquit President Donald Trump during the looming Senate trial. While it's not clear who will vote to acquit, Senate Republicans told The Hill this week that one or two Democrats may defect, which would allow them to tout his acquittal as bipartisan, the same strategy the GOP has adopted after several House Democrats voted against impeachment earlier this month. Senator David DePew didn't say who will flip, but claimed one or two would do so. I think we may have a couple, Purdue said. I don't want to speculate on who. Obviously, that puts too much pressure on them. But I really think we have people on both sides that are trying to get a reasonable, nonpartisan answer. Senator John Barrasso, the number three Republican in the Senate, said he is not sure if any Democrats would vote to acquit at all. But he did tell The Hill that there are a couple of Democrats who are thinking about that, and you know who they are. Senator Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell, Mitch McConnell told Fox News during an interview, there might be potential Democratic defections in the Senate. It wouldn't surprise me if we got one or two Democrats, McConnell said, uh, said to the news outlet on December 17th. My hope is that there won't be a single Republican who votes for either of these articles in the House, he continued. So far, Senators Joe Manchin and Doug Jones have been considering the most likely have been considered the most likely to go against their party. Both states vote, voted hugely in favor of Trump in 2016. Manchin, meanwhile, broke with his party to support Supreme Court Justice Neil Gorsuch in 2017. He was also the only Democrat to support Justice Brett Kavanaugh's nomination to the Supreme Court. Manchin told reporters that he is very much torn on the impeachment process. We have a divided country. On the other hand, we have equal branches of government responsibilities in the Constitution. There are a lot of things at stake here, he said on December 11th. Jones also suggested last week that he might vote to acquit the president if the, quote, dots aren't connected. I didn't sit in front of the TV set the entire time the last two or three months. I've been trying to read this. I'm trying to see if the dots get connected. If that is the case, then I think it's a serious matter. I think it's an impeachable matter, he told ABC News on December 22nd. But if those dots aren't connected and there are, there are other explanations that I think are consistent with innocence, I will go that way too. I have got to make sure that I, what I really want to see though, is to fill in the gaps. There are gaps, Jones added. Jones was elected to the Senate in 2018 despite Trump winning Alabama by nearly 28 points. The senator's opponent, former Judge Roy Jones, was accused of sexual harassment and sexual assault during the race. As The Hill noted, Manchin votes with Trump about 53% of the time, which is the most of any Democratic senator. By way of true pundit, why do Kevin Spacey's accusers keep dying? A third alleged victim of actor Kevin Spacey has died. Danish author Ari Ben committed suicide on Wednesday, Fox News reports. Ari Ben, a former member of Norway's royal family, who was one of Kevin Spacey's sexual assault accusers, died by suicide on Wednesday, his manager said. He was 47. 
It is with great sadness in our hearts that I, on behalf of the very closest relatives of Ari Ben, must announce that he took his own life today, his manager said in an announcement to AFP. In December 2017, Ben came forward to accuse Spacey 60 of groping him under a table at a Nobel Peace Prize concert in 2007. Spacey never responded to that allegation and could not immediately be reached for comment, obviously. Ben, who would have been about 30 when the molestation occurred, is just the latest alleged victim to die. In September, an anonymous massage therapist who claimed to have been sexually assaulted by Spacey died as well. Via The Hollywood Reporter, the individual, suing as a John Doe, filed claims in September 2018 with the allegation of being forced to grab the actor's genitals twice during a massage two years earlier at a private residence in Malibu. In May, a federal judge in California allowed the case to move forward despite Spacey's objection that the plaintiff's identity was being shielded. Now, just a month after the parties came to a plan for proceeding in the suit that detailed prospective discovery and envisioned a 7-11 to 11 day trial, the plaintiff's attorney has informed Spacey that the client recently passed. A lot of uh, coincidences going on here, a la Clinton body count, but he's got a ways to go if he's going to hit those numbers. Here's an interesting article coming from the Denver Post entitled Weird and Concerning Mystery Drone Sightings Continue in Colorado into Nebraska. Mysterious drone sightings have been reported in three more rural counties in the northeast corner of Colorado and at least one county in Nebraska as local law enforcement officials and residents remain clueless as to what's flying above them at night. The sheriffs of Lincoln, Washington, and Sedgwick counties told the Denver Post on Friday that their offices have been getting calls this week about the unknown winged devices, days after initial reports out of Phillips and Yuma counties caused a national stir. Local and national authorities say they have no idea who is operating the group of large drones reported to have six-foot wingspans and spend the nighttime hours flying in grid-like patterns. While the powers that, while the powers that have no answers... Powers that be have no answers. The mysterious aircraft have inspired a wide range of theories online. It has to be the work of a Mexican drug cartel, one commentator on the Post website said. No, no, it's obviously aliens from a far-off galaxy, another replied. Perhaps it's the History Channel looking for lost cities or ranchers trying to track their cows, others theorized. Thus, however, all anyone can do is guess. Sedgwick County Sheriff Carlton Britton said residents have been calling his office consistently since December 17th, reporting 6 to 10 drones at a time. The calls mirror those in Phillips County. The clusters of drones hover or cruise through the area between 7 and 10 p.m., flying several hundred feet in the air. Britton said he has seen them himself, lights of an unknown color flickering from overhead. Oh yeah, the sheriff said with a chuckle. There's a lot of conspiracy theories floating in Sedgwick County right now. Britain has been batting around ideas with Phillips County Sheriff Thomas Elliott trying to determine if any laws are being broken. As it stands right now, he said, it's all above board, even if it's a bit disconcerting. We have no idea at this point, Britain said. No leads and no thoughts. It's just an odd phenomena. Britain said he has spoken with a sheriff's deputy in neighboring Dual County, Nebraska, and who has been chasing drones in his state for the past few days. The county sheriff could not be reached Friday for comment. Washington County Sheriff John Stivers has heard reports from his constituents of six drones at a time, 2.30. It's both weird and concerning, Stivers said. 
it would be kind of nice to know what they're doing. Absolutely, it would be nice to know what they're doing. And I would want to know where you can get a six-foot drone. That's crazy. Next report is that President Trump is highlighting a report on Paul Pelosi Jr. Jr. and potential corruption in Ukraine. President Trump is highlighting OAN's report on how House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's son may be involved in Ukrainian corruption scandal. The president took to Twitter on Friday to share the report, which detailed how Pelosi and her son Paul might face corruption allegations involving Ukraine. He called Pelosi Crazy Nancy and said the report is big stuff. Among other things, the report revealed videos of Paul Pelosi Jr.'s 2017 trip to the country, which are currently being removed online off of Twitter. These accusations are similar to those against former Vice President Joe Biden and his son, who allegedly has earned $156 million from corruption schemes in Ukraine. President Trump shared an additional report on Friday in which Ukrainian officials testified on Democrat interference in the 2016 elections. He thanked One American News for, quote, incredible reporting and slammed mainstream media for not doing the same. So it's interesting how we have two Democrat, high-level Democrats, both with children, both with seemingly meaningless jobs, not necessarily meaningless, but just out of nowhere, they get these jobs making millions of dollars a year in which they have absolutely no experience nor any 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 right you know to a certain extent of having these jobs i mean you're talking about uh joe biden's son who has has been arrested for smoking crack in a strip club so you would obviously think if you want somebody to run your multi-million dollar company he is going to be high on that list <laughs> get it high Now from Chris White from The Daily Caller, Biden explains why he is rejecting impeachment subpoena demands. Former Vice President Joe Biden pushed back Saturday against calls for him to comply with a potential Senate subpoena regarding his son's business dealings in Ukraine. Joe Biden suggested that he has always complied with lawful orders, but noted he would reject pleas for his testimony during the upcoming impeachment trial. The former vice president went on to say Donald Trump is trying to create a distraction. But I am not going to pretend that there is any legal basis for Republican subpoenas for my testimony in the impeachment trial, Joe Biden wrote on Twitter. That is the point I was making yesterday, and I reiterate, this impeachment is about Trump's conduct, not mine. Joe Biden added, the subpoenas would go to witnesses with testimony to offer to Trump's shaking down the Ukrainian government. They should go to the White House. Joe Biden made similar comments Friday to the Des Moines Register's editorial board, telling reporters the impeachment process is designed to deal with Trump doing what he's done his whole life, trying to take the focus off of him. The editorial board is weighing a possible endorsement of the former vice president to no shock of anyone. His comments came after the House voted December 18th on two articles of impeachment, abuse of power and obstruction of Congress. The House voted 230 to 197 on the first article and 229 to 198 on the second article. No Republicans at all voted for the impeachment of Trump. This came after Trump asked Ukraine's president in July to investigate Hunter Biden's role in the Ukrainian energy company Burisma and that multi-million dollar job that he has been doing so well for them.
And last but certainly not least, a little bit of humor from Louder with Crowder. Stephen Crowder's article is, Andrew Cuomo launches petty attack on Trump-appointed judges. Welcome to Pettyville, population Andrew Cuomo. You'd think the governor would dial back the leftist pandering since he opted not to run a failed campaign for president. And instead, he's vetoed a bipartisan and harmless bill to allow all federal judges to perform wedding ceremonies in New York just because some of them are Trump-appointed judges. This really is as dumb as it sounds. I cannot in good conscience support legislation that would authorize such actions by federal judges who are appointed by this federal administration, Cuomo said in a statement Friday as he shot down the bill, which was passed overwhelmingly by the Democratic-controlled state legislator. President Trump does not embody who we are as New Yorkers, the Democratic governor said. The cornerstones that built our great state are diversity, tolerance, and inclusion. Let's not forget overwhelming tax burdens. Based on those reasons, I must veto this bill. Because of tolerance and inclusion, Andrew Cuomo is vetoing a bill because he doesn't like the guy who appointed some of the judges. Does he think Donald Trump gets a kickback for every wedding they perform or gains mystical powers every time someone says I now pronounce you G and Jur? New York has some of the most bitterly partisan officials in the country, yet managed to pass a bill 61 to 1 in the Senate and 144 to 2 in the Assembly. Because at the end of the day, letting all judges perform wedding ceremonies doesn't really matter to anyone. If you wanted to get wed by a judge in New York now, you maybe can't just because some of them may have been given a job thanks to Trump. How does Donald Trump have so much power he can just wave a magical stick and pronounce all of his appointees little Trump clones? Kind of seems like Trump is a singular fellow, unique in his own ways. Haven't seen many Trump clones, have you? Maybe if you were a sanctimonious ass clown like Andrew Cuomo. But anyone else? And what's interesting is you can go online, spend, I don't know, what is it, $40, get yourself ordained online, And poof, you can perform a wedding ceremony. But if you're appointed by the President of the United States and you're a federal judge, you can't do the same. Pretty ridiculous. Well, everybody, that seems to be a wrap for today. Short little episode just to knock one out. Hopefully I can get one done on Tuesday, uh, New Year's Eve. Uh, all depends on what I got going around here, going on around here. Um, if I do not get one out, I hope you all had a wonderful Christmas. I hope you have a fantastic and super safe new year's. Uh, if you, uh, if you are drinking, do not drive. Um, that goes without saying, um, anyways, uh, this podcast can always be found on your regular podcast aggregator, anything from Google Podcasts to Apple Podcasts. Is there a name for that? I'm not sure. I don't do Apple, so I don't know. Um, Spotify, Stitcher, I believe this is going to be up. And of course, the website. If you have not visited the website, uh, the website is www.overlookpodcast.net. All the episodes should be up there. I don't update that site as often as I should. Um, Unfortunately, I have to stay employed uh, to pay the bills around here. So that kind of takes up a little bit of my time. And then, of course, there is hockey uh, from the Chase Man, which takes up the rest of my time and a considerable amount of 
the better half's time as well. So anyways, if I don't speak to you before the new year, have a new good new year, come up with some good resolutions, even though nobody really follows through on them. So that was it for today. Take care, everybody.